Welcome to the Sales Channel, where we share ideas on all things sales and try to educate and enable salespeople. My name is Robbie White, and we hope you enjoy the next episode. Hi, everybody. Today I'm with Dara Power from SAP. Uh, Dara, I had the pleasure of some training with Dara in South Africa a couple of months ago, and we were actually at the SAP kickoff meeting in Barcelona. So I wanted to take some time and just pick Dara's brain a little bit about what he's been training people around the world on for the new sales person of the future and also just maybe some understanding around what he sees in the market currently. So Dara, just from your side, thank you very much, first of all, for making time Happy for me. Happy to be here, no problem. And um, yeah, maybe you can share with us, you know, what is the journey that you've been on and some of the story you've been sharing with everybody else. Okay, sure. Um, so I'm running the SAP Partner Sales Academy, mm. uh, which has brought me to uh, all the four corners of the world, from Latin America, North America, um, Australia, uh, South Africa. I was about to say, India. don't forget South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> and mm, there, I think there's a combination of a couple of things. One is that the expectations people have as customers now is a personalized one. Yeah. And that, par that personalized experience partly comes from having technology that's given them personal recommendations. So mm. if I'm shopping for a book on Amazon, I want recommendations for me. And that expectation is there for enterprise, business to business buyers, mm. and to some extent now. So it's not enough to engage with my role as a CFO. Uh, I also need you to understand my business to a large extent, the challenges that I typically face, maybe what I'm interested in as a person. But you're all fundamentals and basics in sales going back a long time so there's a saying that there's nothing new under the sun which is which is true <laughs> yeah so there's a combination of the fundamentals of sales which are you know about finding out the problems that are there establishing rapport all this kind of stuff and an intersection with the expectations of personalized experiences mm. for buyers and the technology that enables people to bridge that gap mm. so most people are leaving a digital footprint in some way you know you've got websites blogs podcasts like this one um <laughs> no pressure no pressure so, yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of uh you know um linkedin and there's articles and so you can find out a hell of a lot yeah. about people um and you should because when you go to talk to them uh, they know all about themselves mm. and it's your job in sales to know more about your customer than they know about themselves Yeah, and I suppose the other part is they know a lot about you as well because in the same <laughs> way that they, they can, you can look for them They can look for you and and with that it, there comes a kind of a, a level of honesty or transparency that wasn't there before mm. So you can't really portray yourself as something you're not um, another trend that we see for salespeople is that everybody sounds the same if you're in sales it's like uh, you know we all show up and throw up to some to some, to some extent um, until we learn that like uh, if we're just ourselves and we're not trying too hard and we just have a normal common sense practical simple conversation with people and that can work quite well yeah. so even with all the the technology and the bells and whistles you have to still connect to a human yeah and the human to human things a big trend so they're kind of high-level things. Okay. And uh, out of interest, I mean, how are people approaching that? Because obviously now you've dealt with lots of different partners yeah. and they're, you know, they're coming to you for the guidance, but then afterwards they 
they have to kind of start to implement something. So yeah. how are you approaching to share that story and for them to then somehow embed it in their business? And I think it depends to some extent on the partner themselves, yeah. what they're trying to do, the customers they're trying to serve, and to some extent their attitude towards risk. So some partners will say controversial things just to get a bit of attention. Yeah. And saying controversial things to get attention you know, could be attacking an existing way of doing business saying that this is in the past and there's a new way to do it or it could be you know um, just throwing out flying a kite and see what happens <laughs> and then there's a lot of kind of technical white papers and stuff like that so we see a lot of variation okay. I guess you could sum it up in the fact that the first thing to try and do is to get people's attention mm. and if you have people's attention then you've got to start yeah um, so there's a lot of efforts been put into digital marketing um, far and away beyond what was traditional email campaigns or event driven yeah. campaigns, you know, to, to start a conversation earlier, you know, to get online, to go and talk to people on forums and so on with a view to, you know, here I am, I have an opinion on this particular topic. Um, you mightn't like my opinion. You might like my opinion, but either way, you know that I that I know I something about this topic. Mm. Um, so this digital engagement um, is happening. We see people using video, um, little short videos, Facebook campaigns, and and what was traditionally B two C stuff is mm. starting to appear in the B two B, with a view to driving more inbound uh, conversations. So if you have a video and it's viewed by one hundred and fifty thousand people maybe 20 of them call you mm. and you wouldn't otherwise have gotten those leads not from cold calling or whatever so that kind of digital trend is there and i mean so you also are talking to people about practically now doing something yeah so what is the practical one practical thing i'm a very practical person yeah what do i start with tomorrow what do i do when i wake up so change things a little bit the first thing is to have a have an opinion you know to really have thought through depending on who it is that you're talking to, that you're aware of the trends. For example, McDonald's, you know, 15 years ago they didn't stock salad, and now they do, because they watched the trends that were happening and they, you know, they spoke to the wives of ex-front row forwards from <laughs> South Africa and said, you know, we don't want them eating meat for the month of January, so uh, how, do we, how do we switch that? And it's the same in sales, to a large extent, or marketing is watching the trends that are there and if you care about your customers and you care about their business then you also care about the trends that are affecting them mm -hmm. even the ones that they mightn't be aware of so like uh, you know you see trends like in, in India there's a new sales tax coming in um, which was uh, or, or GST was it was the name of the tax and it was going to affect a lot of customers so if you have an opinion on that you can start a lot of conversations especially if you have a really practical way to help them to be compliant with that. Yeah. Um, so watching for the trends and having an opinion on it and really doing some of the thinking for the customer so you mm. show up with an insight that's super relevant for them. Okay. Well, thank you, Darren. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your insights. Um, everybody, if you'd like to hear a bit more from Darren or uh, connect with him, have a look on LinkedIn. He is very... He does some amazing drawings of books and shares short synopses in literally bite-sized chunks, which are just phenomenal to uh, have a look through. So I recommend doing that. Uh, or else, you know, reach out to him over Twitter or any of the other social media means. He's definitely the man on that. Fantastic. 
Thank and you very much. Love to hear from you. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cool.